Hey, everybody. Did you see, did you see that? There was no fade whatsoever. It's just like a... I'm sorry. I got to fix that. I got to play with some settings here. Thank you all that have been in the pre-stream chat. Uh, cranky subbing uh, for three months in a row. Thank you. Uh, Lord of Chance. Uh, giving us a D4, which will make a D10 for this system, um, as this is Call of Cthulhu, and Robo Raygun, uh, using that prime sub for two months in a row. Uh, we appreciate it uh, a great deal. A great. Who says that? Um, <laughs> at least I don't He's say. At least I don't say cool beans, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, inside joke. You guys aren't a part of it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, as I get a few screens uh, cleared up here. Hey, let's talk about some stuff. We're Featherfall Tabletop, and this is our Call of Cthulhu Beneath the Umbral Veil um, playthrough. We're starting with Edge of Darkness in the starter set, and we're just about ready to wrap that up. We could get that tonight. We'll see. Um, and then we're going into some homebrew uh, shenanigans, uh, but we will see where we go. We have a few sponsors. We'll get through that stuff first, and then we'll get into the, uh, the, the nitty-gritty details. Um, Featherfall is sponsored by Found Familiar Coffee. You can check out the link down below for a discount of 10% when you use code FEATHERFALL at checkout. Uh, we also have Skull Splitter Dice, longtime sponsor of, uh, of the channel here. Uh, again, link down below, 10% off all of your dice. They just opened up a subscription box. I think, I wouldn't call it a box, they're probably like dice bags, subscription dice bags, where you can set it up for one week, every two weeks, every month, you can get new dice, and they make it so that you don't get repeats. And then somebody, last time we said that, asked, well, what if you want repeats? I, I don't well, know. Well, too bad. Yeah, too bad. Uh, deal with it. Um, so you can check out that link down below, 10% off with code FEATHERFALL at checkout. We are in the Roll20 spotlight for this game, for this playthrough of uh, Call of Cthulhu. They so great graciously gifted us the uh, Investigator's Handbook and the Starter Box, and we appreciate them for that. And because of that, we will say uh, Roll20.net. This is how we roll. Uh, check them out for all your virtual uh, tabletop gaming needs. And in the time of COVID, uh, how else are you going to play? Unless you're breaking the law. Not a law, but morality standards, maybe. I don't know. But check them out. Good. Upcoming games. We are here tomorrow night, September 16th, for Beyond the Bends, our homebrew Wild Mount campaign um is picking up again things are getting crazy like always um in that campaign uh off this weekend monday we're back with star wars and yeah that's where we're at for now we'll talk about that um new followers thank you to all the new followers we are up to uh, 752 so we're, we're we're climbing uh i'll put the plug out there we're trying to get to a thousand when we do we will have a gift away a gift been a long day it was the first day in front of uh students today and i've said a lot of words so i'm kind of out of them now but so why not dm a game you know uh we will do a giveaway when we hit a thousand followers uh it's kind of a big milestone we're looking forward to it and you can help us get there if you like what you are seeing and we're doing a, a good enough job for you to hit that follow button please do so uh we will greatly appreciate it <laughs> uh Con found it, said that he was told there was going to be Twizzlers and peanut M&Ms. No, only popcorn M&Ms, which is a new flavor that I found, and they're delicious. Um, let's talk about that. We're starting with followers. Let's move to the next uh, plausible level. That would be subscribers. Um, we just unlocked a new emote 
thanks to all the new subs that we've got recently. And I should just say thank you, Cranky Old Mage, for um, gifting those uh, subs on, uh, when was that? Sunday night. We appreciate that uh, greatly. With that being said, we are 15 away from unlocking another emote. I mean, we're kind of on this roll. No big deal. But if you like what you see again, and you're willing and able, it is September after all, uh, you can throw out a sub. We'd greatly appreciate it, try to unlock those emotes. Uh, we're working on some art for that new emote, uh, getting some hype emotes in there for us to do. Uh, so there's that. Uh, some of you know we do have channel points that you can uh, spend to help our investigators. They may need it tonight more than ever. Um, we do have a uh, D10 already in there from Lord of Chance, thank you. Uh, you can spend 1,500 channel points and give, I know it says D D4 in the, in the chat, but it's actually D10 for this system as it will minus off of their roll, which is good. So there we are. I think that's it. I think that's it. We need to recap session two. But other than that, I think we're pretty good to go. Didn't miss anything. Good. <laughs> All right. So session two found our investigators... Um, hanging around Arkham some more, kind of figuring stuff out and really getting more pieces of the puzzle kind of in place. I think we have all the edge pieces done. Uh, they're, they're doing very well as investigators. They started with the easy stuff. Uh, the edge pieces are done. Um, they found some clues in other directions, but they made their way to... Uh, well, let me back up a little bit. Meriwether... Uh, Rupert Merriweather's son, they found out he is uh, kind of working in cahoots with some other people uh, that may be good or bad. Uh, Bertrand is his name. Um, they questioned him at the docks. Things got weird. Um, Roy went and met his contact, his uh, informant. They got a little bit more information about uh, this, this mysterious... Uh, muscle that may be working with Bertrand. Um, and then, let's see, Lewis, you went and saw uh, Mr. Peck at the Arkham Gazette. He gave you a job, yep. and it just so happened to be heading to Ross's Corner, which is kind of where you were headed anyways. Um, you guys hang out at Lucy some more, had a meal, had a sandwich, uh, more gravy. Uh, and then you finally made it to Ross's Corner. And in Rosser, Ross's Corners, you met a couple people. You met a, a, the gas station attendant and the owner. Um, one had a little bit more vigor in them than the other. You also met um, the store clerk who told you a little bit about a missing person named Maggie McFurter, who um, also Peck the, at the Arkham Gazette kind of gave you that lead, and then you followed up on it at Ross's Corners. Um, they gave you directions to the old farmhouse that you got fr uh, the deed from uh, Rupert Merriweather. And I think we left off with you just pulling up to the house. Um, and with that happening, you knew they told you, look for the dead tree that had been struck by lightning. And uh, so you drove, followed directions, and you have now, you're on that main road. And I'm going to switch us over to the very, very cool uh, battle map. Shouldn't call it battle map in Cthulhu. Think Please thematic map. Thematic map. Um, so topical map. Topical map. map. Uh, yeah, anything Some. other than death map. Um, <laughs> so you guys are parked here by this dead tree. You do see a front porch or a uh, driveway that heads up to uh, two outbuildings that are in that direction. 
Um, sorry, I got to, uh, you know, move some stuff around. I had all these open and then they closed on me somehow. Uh, I should keep my internal dialogue internal. Sorry. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I, I, I critically succeeded on my... Uh, Look at you. My recruitment role for spot hidden. That means I don't get anything, especially. Um, okay. So you are here and you see this driveway. You see this ancient farmhouse that sits back off the road in little ways. And the the path is quite overgrown. You could drive the car down it, but it, it's not as well used as uh, Boone Road itself. Um, you see the, the dead tree, blackened by lightning strikes in years past, which marks that turnoff. Uh, for the farmhouse. It becomes, the farmhouse becomes a little more visible as you get past that tree and can see down the path itself. Um, it's wide enough that you could drive. It is gravel uh, down below, but there are quite a few weeds and, and who knows what else. Um, the house is uh, 18th century salt box design. Uh, I assume that means very square. I should have, you know, it's kind of a history lesson as you read through some of this stuff. Uh, Saltbox mm -hmm. design it has a high-peaked roof and windows flanked by sagging shutters. Um, from the road, you can tell that some of the windows are broken, but there are some still intact, and they almost look uh, frosty, um, like a frosted glass due to uh, dust and mold and, and whatever else. It is a single-story structure uh, that you can tell. Um, and there is a what looks like to be a barn uh, further back on the property. And that's where you guys pick up and take off. Did anyone oh. see that tree? It seemed like uh, all burnt up. Not something... Uh, is that normal here? Lots of burnt trees outside of homes? I can't say... I can't reckon I know. Um, I ain't exactly a... Well, wait, actually, one, one sec. I was a farmer at one point, so maybe I do know. Uh, I don't have a farming skill. I didn't see any farming skills, so could I just roll a general education check? Um, yeah, what are you rolling for? To see if I know anything about, um, like, in my farming knowledge about, like, trees just randomly like one dying where there's a bunch around that you know yeah I, I, that might be a natural world check i'm thinking ah okay i'll roll natural world then i guess that is a 10 uh oh, oh. that's a that's a that's a fumble that is beyond normal <laughs> oh wow. your your skill was a 10 i thought you called out a 10 roll but you actually rolled no, no, a, no. a 98 um as you're looking at it and you're trying to figure it out you see one of the branches that was kind of moving in the wind start to crack and crumble and it falls down right i don't know where the car is at this point did you uh, drive past it stop before it go down the uh uh, I probably drove past it okay. as he kind of pointed it out, <laughs> and my plan's going to be to like put the turn the car around so that it's okay. pointed out the driveway once we get parked. Yeah, as you're moving slowly past it, you do, uh, Roy. You're looking at it, and as just as the car gets past it, does branch comes down and kind of blocks three quarters of the road there. Hmm. Oh, well, that that was a bit ominous, huh? 
you know, it's perfectly normal. And practically every house back where I where I came from had a tr had one tree that was just like that. Oh, okay. So this is something normal <laughs> for America. Okay, yeah, that's is, good. This good is normal. Though. This is normal. Like I grew up on a farm. It's just it's it's ordinary. Flashback to Roy growing up in the village. If you've ever seen a horror movie, yeah. you know what village I'm talking about. Um, uh, I believe this is post noon. As you are kind of made it out past uh, Ross's Corners and into this uh, Boone Road out away from any town, you notice clouds started to build up and the wind has now picked up quite a bit, uh, possibly causing that tree branch to fall down. Hmm. And I did share the picture of the, uh, the farmhouse with you, I believe. So you should mm -hmm. be able to see that in Roll20. So just a question. Um, oh. Like... We didn't. We would have to spend a whole lot of time doing this, but did we want to go back and steal that one book and then just magically pop back here, roleplay wise? What book are you talking about? As I this, have my tall boy. The 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 book that we were trying to get a look at, and that uh, Teddy went a little crazy reading. I think it would be tough to steal it. Um, and I mm. I would want to play that out legitimately. I think uh, as okay. it is kind of a a a bigger <laughs> bigger deal than just having a book um, okay talk about the de vermis mysterious yeah 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 that's yeah i'd agree with chris okay uh, i'm gonna park okay. the car okay and, well and actually first. put it in reverse and you know do like a five point turn or whatever to get myself pointed back out the way we came in okay and then i'm gonna trudge back down to the end of the driveway um, and go pull that limb out of the okay. drive right. so that it's not an issue when it's time to leave. Right. I'll take a good look at the tree, too. Okay. Um, does it look to be, like, in, in danger of collapsing at um, any minute? No, some of the, the outer branches are rather rotten. You can tell it's been dead for mm. a, a couple years now. There is a clear strike point. And then a vein of uh, what would have been crackling electricity comes down the front of it and has kind of cracked it open, but it is not so open that it's going to fall apart. It was just one of okay. the, the okay. upper branches that, you know, have died th uh, through time. But the main trunk of it is okay. All right. Well, after dragging that limb off the, the road, then I will head back towards okay. everybody else. And I assume you drove down the driveway, turned around, and now you're facing... Yeah. Out? So, okay. um, yeah, I'm parked down by probably where the, the driveway forks right at the front of the house. From the driveway? Okay. Am I looking at uh, Yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, I put, I put your you put token my in there. Yeah, so I, I, I walked from there, pulled the limb, and then walked back. Okay. I'm going to put all your tokens out here so we uh, have, have them. I'm going to shrink them down to put them more closer to scale uh, as this is a, a bigger map. Okay. Um, Roy gives you a nod, like he he's worked with you before. He knows what you're doing. <laughs> uh, dang it! Well, dang it! No, I'm talking like Roy. Um, all right, yeah. So you you move that, and I kind of got you in fours where the car would be, kind of taking up that spot there. Um, yeah. I'm the biggest token. Are you? Are you bigger? Nah, no, Roy's tiny. <laughs> Shrink you down a little bit. 
<laughs> my, personalities would put you back down to size. Yeah, my, my, um, my per, it's my ego. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So, uh, what's the plan here, boys? Well, uh, I was going to take a peek in one of the windows, if that was okay with you all. Just kind of get a look around before we decide to go into the very spooky building. I reckon that's well enough. Okay. Um, can I, yeah, can I peek in one of those maybe broken windows? Yeah. And see if I can get a good look around? Um, you can give me a spot hidden uh, as you're walking up there. You do see some some things that are just apparent to everybody. You do see a trail going further to the front of the, um, the house there. There is a well right next to it. You do see a broken um, tree swing right here. Uh, and Featherfall just redeemed a re-roll, so um, there we go. Ooh, hard success for Hard success, Lewis. yep. 36 versus 75. Good. And you see a trail going uh, towards the back of the house. Uh, you see that right off the bat. Um, as you're looking into the house, you do see it is dark inside. Um, there are no lights on. Um, most of the windows are e either broken or kind of glazed through. You do see... Oops. You do see some furniture in there. Um, and you can tell what little daylight there is. You can tell that both the front and the back door are open just a little bit. Um, okay. And that would be here, and here is another door. And I would say control your tokens and, and go to where you want to be. That way we have, you know, just kind of some spatial recognition of where you're at. And we can better but, play through that. By the way, Teddy... I just felt that you should know I'm dressed uh, casual today. All right. Um, you want to go in the front door? You want the back door? Yeah, both the doors you are open, the sir. Oh, I think I'll go know, to the front. Just an FYI, you know that when Roy says something like that, he's meaning he has his casual loadout today with right, his weapons. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, as... Uh, Archie and Lewis are making your way to that back door. You do see the grass is knee high. It is very tall and overgrown. Has not been taken care of in a long time. And uh, Lewis, just off your right, next to the house, you do see um, some flies buzzing around, and you can see what is a carcass of some sort. Oh yeah, I'm gonna take a look at that. Um, yeah, I want to try to investigate that. Maybe see exactly okay. what it is. Yeah, as you kind of step into the grass a little bit off the trail and, and uh, pull back some of that, that tall grass, you do see a, a dead raccoon. Um, it looks to be, it's kind of big, uh, 30 pounds or so. It is turned over. It is on its back. Um, you do see uh, a, a lot of blood and a giant hole uh, where it's kind of ribcage sternum area would be. Uh, uh, gentlemen, there's a... There's a rodent here. It looks like it's been eaten at. Uh, looks somewhat fresh. Uh, I don't know if that's important to you investigator types or the, the, the mystical arts, but uh, it's right here beneath the bush. Probably right there next to him. Um, yeah, yeah, you're pretty close. If I, if I were to make a... Could I make a listen check? Because I, I, you know, Archie's got this feeling where he's, he's a, I mean, this is an ominous location. And he kind of yep. wants to scout the area. Uh, yeah, you can give me a listen. Okay. Uh, I'm on regular. I checked. 
So yeah, re regular listen check. <laughs> okay. Yay. Uh, 51 out of 85. Um, it's, it's hard to pick any one thing up, much like on the docks earlier. Uh, that wind is cutting through and kind of blocking any clear um, sounds. So you're having a hard time. You, you're not picking anything up. You're not, you don't really oh, hear just... anything that okay. would be out of the ordinary other than the wind coming in. I'm... I'm... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Roy. Oh, no. Uh, Roy's just going to be... Uh, Roy remembers that there was supposed to be a person around, and he's going to like look around to see if he sees any tracks on the ground. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can give me uh, a spot in. Okay. And you're up by... Uh, what you do see oh. while you're making your way up north, you do see a trail that goes to a, a privy. Uh, still standing intact. Yeah, intact among the trees, right at the base of that tree there. Um, uh, and you do see that the barn there has is like really decaying, like even more so than the house itself. Um, there's also next to the barn a, a, a collapsed lean-to where bundles of wood have been kept. And there are mm -hmm. still logs present in there, but they're, you know, either really, really dried out or just, you know, they've been there for a while. Um, yeah. And real quick, Teddy, next to the well... As you're up by the front door, um, it's made with large stones and it stands right next to the house. There's a bucket and a rope, uh, but it, it's kind of long rotted and it's kind of l sitting on the side. Uh, would definitely need to be replaced in order to get any uh, uh, water out of there. But um, so as uh, Roy is kind of doing his investigation, um, you do see some tracks that head from the forest to the far right there, to the to the barn, in between the barn and the farmhouse. Okay, so lead from about here to the the far, the barn or the farmhouse? Uh, kind of in that general, kind of splitting the middle of them. Okay, so it's like it's going this way right here. Yeah, like coming through here. Okay. Roy's going to start following these tracks and... Uh, he's going to lead, he's going to follow them to like their eventual end and see which way they go into okay. barn or farmhouse. Okay. Uh, yeah, they go like more of them go into the house than the barn, but there are some that go in there. But if you're going to pick one uh, to like, they would be mostly into the house. Oh, so it's like, it looks like somebody has been going back and forth between these two. Yeah. And, and tracks go from left to right, like to the forest, to the barn and the house. Uh, fellers, I think I might have found something. Uh, uh, a lead for you, journalist. Well, uh, what, what'd you find? Well, Roy gestures with his, uh, the reed he keeps in his mouth to the tracks. Well, there's some footsteps. They look, I guess, a little bit fresh. I ain't no, uh, proper tracker or nothing, so I can't tell how old they are, but... Right, uh, I suppose we could follow them if you want to go to the forest but I feel like it's maybe more important to see what's inside oh, the house I, here no I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think anybody's been leaving I think your uh, your girls have been uh, walking around in here oh okay um well if you want to lead the way it's not I think like, not I, I'll, I'll be right behind you wherever you go just I don't, looking for clues I don't see the footprints showing signs of they left this area have they 
You said uh, back and forth, right? Yeah, like yeah, kind of back and forth. I don't think you would, you would say they would. They have left. No, I don't think that's okay. Yeah, they go. They go into these houses, but they don't leave. So. Uh... Uh, oh no, they. I thought you were saying like left the area completely. No, they come in and out. Sorry. Oh, in and out of the. I'm talking about the area. Yes. Like, Should I, you can basically. Signs of somebody coming here, going to these houses, and then leave. There's no signs of them leaving no, no, these two houses, no, though. No. Like that's correct. Okay, yeah. So best prepare yourselves to uh, <clears throat> find a find someone. Uh, I will try to uh, keep my wits about me, I suppose. Um, but like I said, if you want to go inside, I'll be right behind you. Well, Teddy. Yep. Uh, what are you thinking? Anything, <laughs> anything out here worth investigating? Or should we plunge on ahead? I think I'm ready to go through the front door. If one of y'all want to stay at the back door, just in case something come out that way. Well, it, why don't we have two people, two people? I don't want you getting caught on your own. Uh, I can go with uh, Teddy, if that's okay. Well, sure thing. I got my buddy Lewis with me. Wait. Oh, no. I'm, I'm no. Fine with I got my buddy Archie with me. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, to be fair, okay. I, I have to think before I say Lewis or Archie. Just, you know, for some reason <laughs> up there, they're, um, uh, they're alike in my head for some reason. And Roy said, they're both the slightly nerdy <laughs> character. <laughs> it's the nerds. Um, yeah, so you guys kind of have split your split your party. Big mistake. Um T Teddy, it's as you... <laughs> not D and D, we'll be all right. As Teddy, as <laughs> you spent... could possibly go wrong. Exactly, as you spend some more time up front, Teddy, you do see um, down to the south of the house. You do see a like almost a perfect square of wildflowers, and I, I assume you would understand there was probably some sort of garden in this area. How perfectly square it is outside of the overgrown grass and this kind of the one cult it's not freshly cultivated but it is like remnants of you can see some like uh stray tomato plants that are just like left over you know that have just been seeding themselves uh over time um but makings of what would have been a legitimate homestead here and if you guys are wanting to go inside uh i i pull my sidearm okay okay before breaching uh, I say to Teddy, is that absolutely necessary? Yes. Right now? Okay. Well, like, just like I told Roy, I'm going to stand uh, directly behind you. Okay. And if you could take your token and go up to the top of this map, we have a uh, kind of a zoomed in okay. idea here. Uh, not idea, like zoomed in yeah. map. <laughs> Roy, like, I don't think Roy's going to pull out any weapons yet, but he is going to limber up a little bit okay. and like... You can tell he, you can tell uh, he's ready for something to happen now. Okay. Um, yeah. So and we. I'm going to bound up next to Roy and uh, keep my wits about me. Um, so if you guys are there, uh... you're doing a good job keeping your wits about you. We'll bring... Oh, you could tell. Yeah, I'm professional about this stuff. I know. <laughs> if anybody knows, it's me. All right, I have a psychology right. score of 10. I'm practically able to read mine. 
<laughs> All right. So you guys are here, and you are now able to peek in um, into some rooms here. Um, I just want to say, Roy, if you could read minds, then I... Well, I wonder what that makes me. Professor Maybe. X. Yes, I will take it. Everybody's mind. <laughs> All right. We're looking at windows? Uh. You can look through the door, and it looks like Teddy has kind of gone inside. I, I will take a cue from, from his uh, moving in there. Uh, you see a we'll, – we'll give you the description of this front room here. Uh, stepping through the front door of the farmhouse, uh, you can see this front room. It's dirty and long untouched, uh, dust everywhere, kind of, you know, no, no major uh, signs of it being lived in. You are getting foul odors, like pretty bad that are uh, much reminiscent of maybe that dead raccoon that was out there. Uh, definitely some decaying something in there. Um, dust lies thickly on the furniture and the empty shelves. Uh, dead leaves and other just debris kind of cover the floor as it's been blown through this open door. Uh, there's an iron stove to the right that rests against the wall. The ventilation pipe uh, connects and goes outside. There's a round table and chairs near the stove. The, uh, the wooden floor is warped and stained. There's a bunch of, uh, you know, like water marks on it. Um, rot has eaten away at the table and the old couch and matching wing chair. Um, these could, that could be the foul odor, uh, just the mold and, and uh, in the fabric there, but it is, it's, it's pretty gruesome. Uh, near the entrance to that, there's like a little hallway that goes to the, uh, to the left there. You can see a narrow opening in the floor, revealing a steep flight of stairs that, that would head down. Okay. Uh, I'll call out first to, to Roy. Roy, the front room's clear. And then I'm yeah. going to move over and drag this chair to hold the front door open. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the advantage of being supernatural investigators is that you have a little bit of meta knowledge about it. Oh, you're going to hold it open. I was assuming you yeah, were going to Yeah, not prop closed. I, I want it open so that I can run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the strong winds. Um, okay, wait. Let me get in here before I'm locked up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bro, uh, so the door bro. is now, you kind of pull that chair over prop that door open, open it up all the way, letting it a little more light. I mean, you could see in here fine as it is still daylight out, but it is, you know, it's kind of dark with the kind of stained windows and, you know, no other light in there. Um, I did notice, I had a question. Yeah. I did notice that the, the picture you supplied for us in the front of the house looked as though there were runed markings or something. Is that on it like is that actually a thing or? oh yes yes there are uh some of those runes that you read about in the journal uh are on the outside of the house uh above the door so, and above all the windows have those runes on there so from from mine and roy's perspective um unless i'm skipping too far ahead here could could, could i see any inside are there any runes in this location or um, is it just as you described it from where you're at, you can't see it. Um, and I, we can go back to uh, Lewis's look inside. You didn't see any inside. Okay. I'm um, gonna, oh, go ahead. I, I think I'm going to uh, open this door too. Uh, Archie, uh, back up a little bit. I back up a little bit. Okay. And I'm going to uh, 
Oh, I'm going to grab the handle of the door. Okay. Give it a test turn. Okay. It, it is open. It's it's ajar just a little bit as is. Okay. Roy is going to uh, push it open with his uh, shoulder, and he's going to, like, arm raise to defend himself. He's going to, like, move in slowly. Okay. Eyes scan the room. Yeah, as you open it a little bit, it um, it catches on something right behind it. And you can see just the edge of it. It looks like what would be the brace or the bar that would go in this back door. And you kind of hit it a little bit, but you continue to push, and it just kind of kicks it out of the way. And you're able to open this door all the way. And now you're in that backside. And it, I imagine the light from both doors being open kind of meet in the middle and and Teddy and Lewis, you can see light being opened up from the back room. And in here, there's a, there's a comfortable armchair in one corner, kind of in the bottom uh, right corner. While a table stands against a wall beneath the rear window, there is an old walking stick that lies on top of the table. Uh, the fireplace is large and made of gray stone. And un- the, the back door that you are coming in... Uh, leads towards that barn, obviously. Um, and in the middle of the ceiling in this back room, you can see a, uh, a trap door that would head up to an attic. Uh, the wooden frame surrounding the trap door is decorated with the same occult carvings that you saw on the outside, seen over the doors and windows of the house. Well, if, if I reckon, uh, if I reckon, uh, well, I remember you all, y'all said, our guest is in the uh, in the attic, right? Or was in the attic. Still is, I believe. Yeah, it might have uh, expanded its territory, you don't know. According to the journal, it was confined to the attic, but I could be wrong. Hmm. Yeah, Roy is suspecting it might have started to... It's... it's area of freedom might have started expanding slightly since the everybody's dead okay the wards might be failing though he doesn't know enough about wards so he's like yep um rupert was pretty clear about his worry of when he dies those wards come they become negated like whatever's being trapped or held in there is now going to be able to roam freely Mm mm-hmm so it would appear that I'm wrong. What was your, yeah. what was your, what did you say? Sorry. Archie. Me? Yeah. Oh, I just, from the, from my memory of the journal, it described the, the genie being confined mm-hmm. upstairs, but no, your description would uh, counteract yeah. that. The, so. the, the, the wards were powered by their lives and the, the wards that were keeping it in there have now have now failed and nothing's holding it in place anymore so if if i were to look at these runes would i be able to make some sort of roll in order to attempt to make sense of them uh yeah you can give me uh an occult roll well let's see see what that skill looks like so none of my psych skills would be of any use here uh, they? not for these what I'll, other I'll, you can come in. I was just going to say like oh, what, I thought what, I already did. what other languages do you know 
I think it was just Latin. Uh, Latin. Yeah. Yeah, Latin pretty well. Yeah, so just an occult roll here would uh, maybe give you something. We do have a re-roll and a D10 in chat. What? Whoa. Uh, what? Whoa. Um, that's a critical yes. success. That's a one on a D100. Do you want to re-roll that? Um, it says so critical good. success. I don't think I want to, uh, to mess with that. In a, in a moment of clarity, Archie, you see that these runes are kind of any kind of there's a there's a hint of glow to them that is ultimately like pulsing and then the pulse is getting slower as you sit there and look at it for uh, an extended period of time they're getting slower and starting to almost fade out they're very faint but you can get it and you can understand that yeah these this is making sense the the power within these is fading slowly but these is were there... some sort of uh, warding rune that was keeping that monster contained is there any sign of the monster or is is the extent of my ability right now to just look at the runes and tell what they yeah. are yeah not not that you can tell um okay um well i'll relay that to roy roy i say um i describe the glow to him i say like these are these still have a little bit of juice in them i think but not much Whatever hey, this thing that, is, right? might be gone. Ha ha, the idiot is vindicated. Well, Roy, <laughs> and I give him a little pat on the shoulder. You did it. <laughs> Roy gives a smile as he, like, takes a fire, the fire poker and starts, like, sifting through the ashes over by the fireplace. Kind of, like, looking to see if anything's been burned. Okay. Um... Other than firewood. <laughs> Uh, give me a uh, spot hidden. Okay. Oh, we're getting a lot of good rolls now. Look at all of you. This is not, does not bode well for later. <laughs> I'm cutting off any channel points because they don't need help tonight. Um, so as you're <laughs> kind of becoming um, used to the surroundings and, and getting used to the smell, again, you're getting this this mix of mold and must and death and decay kind of in this nice uh, concoction uh, aromatic concoction smells a lot like freshman BO uh, very topical conversation of today um, <laughs> sorry uh, you see that there are some muddy boot, boot prints on the floor coming from the back door and coming inside and and around um, there is a that blanket on the, the bottom left of the floor that looks like um a sleeping bag. Um, the fireplace, is, it does have embers of a recent fire. Not enough to put any smoke coming out of the chimney, but enough that when you put your hand close enough, uh, it is fairly warm, uh, possibly within the last day. Uh, again, there's that thick wool blanket next to it that's been tossed uh, by the fireplace. There's an empty can of pork and beans, can Campbell's pork and beans, uh, nearby with a dirty spoon. Um, the spoon itself, and Roy, you would know this, it looks like um, an army surplus spoon, like it came from the, uh, you know, is issued during the Great War and, and is left over from that. It's sticking out of the can. Um, yeah, traces of the sauce inside the can are still liquid and look uh, 
fairly fresh. Well, fellas, uh, it looks like we do have a guest, but I don't know if it's the girl. Hmm. Uh, well, maybe we could find something out on over here. And I come up to this desk now. I can see it that it's well lit, and maybe go through some of these papers if there's some, some stuff on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Give me a, another spot hidden there. Okay. Extreme success. Nine versus seventy-five. I'm just not going <laughs> to ask you guys to roll anymore. This is ludicrous. Um, <laughs> so you see, there is a clear walking stick on the table. The bottom of it is kind of uh, uh, mushroomed, like it's hit the pavement enough, um, and the top is kind of worn from a hand holding it there. Uh, there's a large piece of worn, uh, wrinkled fabric, which rests on a, a half-full penny box of wooden matches, as well as a small piece of soap. Uh, there's a tin cup, a screwdriver, a can opener, a jackknife, and the stub of a candle. candle. D&D Explorers pack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, hmm. um, uh, give, I... me, give me a, an intelligence roll, uh, Lewis. Okay. Let's see here. Boop, boop. Extreme success, 1485. Hey, hey, hey. GM, while, while um, our luck's still hot, uh, I would like to roll <laughs> to punch the demon. Yeah, just... uh, I rolled a net one, so I think I do it. <laughs> um, you can tell this is a, uh, a bindle that would have been like, uh, you know, the stereotypical hobo sack that hanging on, on the edge of a stick on a, sh on a shoulder. Um, and at least one hobo... Uh, and I'm using their term. I don't know if hobo is uh, politically correct or not, um, but I'm using what is written here. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, one hobo has stayed here within the last day or two. Um, okay. Uh, Roy, it looks like some hobo, some, some, someone was <laughs> come, kind of been in and out of here uh, recently. This, see the knapsack here with all the, all the goods. Um, so maybe it's just someone that's been using this as a temporary space, some shelter. And you would, with that intelligence role, you would know that it's kind of weird that they're gone without their possessions. Like, they usually pack up and take it with them. Okay. Uh, and it uh, seems like they may have never left. I mean, who would who would leave without all their supplies, right? Yeah. These don't bode. This ain't, uh, don't bode too well, because, uh, if there's some demon that's been let, let loose all and all, and it's been starting to roam the area... It probably ain't too good that some uh, some feller's just been napping here. Right, and does anyone smell the, you know, it's not a normal smell in here. It doesn't smell like an old dusty house. Uh, Everyone smells uh, it. Dead things smell. It does, it smells like dead things, yes. Thank you. Uh, well. I want to check, are these um, marks on the map here indicative of lamps? Yeah, yeah, those are uh, old oil lamps that are hanging on uh, the uh, I'm going to check them. Do any of them have fuel in them? Uh, no, there's there's just like, you know, oil doesn't evaporate, right? It There's just a, a small ring in the bottom. Um, they've been per burned pretty dry. Um, can I grab the jackknife and the matches off from that yeah. sack? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take those with me pairs well with dynamite yes <laughs> just, just saying um yeah so you you can add a jackknife and a uh, uh 
uh, half box of matches to your inventory. Okay. 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 Well, it seems there's going to be this mystery is going to be a little bit more to it. Uh, I'm going to wander over here. I'm just going to check out this. This is the furnace, right? Yeah. Yeah. What would be more of, yeah, like a furnace? Farmhouse, cooking um, stove, yeah, heating yeah, appliance. Yeah, yeah th you can uh, tell this is like dining room slash family room in one. Um, there is a spot on top of the stove to put a pot um, more functional than just the uh, the fireplace in the back room. Uh, uh, buddy, um, Teddy, do you think you can take off the like search the couches and like you know see if they hid un anything under them or something like that while I check this thing out? We're dealing with a <clears throat> secret society here, so they probably like hid stuff all around the place. Yeah, I suppose I'll toss the cushions and whatnot. And of course, Roy like thinks to himself, they were like a bunch of like what high school students or college or something. Yeah, probably still wouldn't hurt to look, especially seeing as there's been guests in the house recently. Yeah, so as you kind of like run your run, you're looking in the couch, right? I wasn't missing. Yeah, I'm gonna check the, okay. the the cushions on the couch, this chair, okay. and probably also the other chair in the other section there. Yeah, as you're you're kind of uh, running your hands around there and feeling underneath and lifting up cushions, you don't see much lint, couple couple loose pieces of loose change, but nothing, nothing of substance. Lucky quarter, pick it up, put it in my pocket. It was heads up. Outstanding. Oh, sweet. Free money. You could buy you something back in the 20s. I'd say mm -hmm. add, add, add a point of luck to your... Uh... <laughs> okay. I'm not going to uh, turn I'll that down. down. <laughs> I mean, why not? Everybody's rolling extreme successes tonight. Oops. Except... Oh. <laughs> that one didn't I was, um, I was, It's not showing my number there, so I was trying to see what it actually is. Uh, so. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, it's missing on my sheet, too. Yeah. Um, it, maybe it rolls if I click it, and if I turn it into edit mode, I can see it. Uh, but for whatever reason, it's just that's yeah, that's interesting. Uh, oh, maybe maybe they want to keep it a little uh, mysterious, mystery. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I narrow my eyes at Teddy, like seeing him find this lucky quarter. So that's how you have eighty-one luck. Sitting. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I take a look at this uh, bed um, roll here? You, just is. Is it just completely flattened or? Uh, it's kind of like curled up as in, you know, somebody would like wrap it and roll. It looks very elongated like a sleeping bag would, although it's not stitched into a bag. It is a, a woolen blanket. And again, I go, I go back to uh, Roy. You would notice this is kind of a um, military issue. Uh, same kind of mm -hmm. that, you know, that, that military green. Um, very rough wool. But at this point, there are a lot of ash burn marks in it and holes everywhere and kind of it is it, it's kind of nasty a lot of a lot of mud that has dried and caked and just it hasn't been washed Mi military issue is that like common for hobos or is that um something that would be like hmm military issue this is probably a veteran some um sort. give me give me an idea roll let's let's do that oh i'm great at these I have a, I have an idea. Forty. Let's go. Oh, uh, yeah. Twenty-two. Um, this stuff's kind of hard to come by. Uh, it's not like uh, 
like now we have military surplus stores where you can go pick this stuff up. This is this is issued to military, and that's not really something that just is freely put back on the market somewhere. Uh, okay, fellas, uh, be a little careful. If, if it's military issue, that, that stuff ain't on the market normally. Uh, it means there's probably a veteran walking around here. Though, if he's a hobo, might be a chance he's uh, got an injury or two. So he might be a bit slower on the draw. Uh, right. Could maybe Fight. he maybe had that 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 walking stick. Maybe that was his. Or maybe. Hers. Um. Can I? Wait. Uh, one sec. Is it dusty? Is the walking stick dusty? Hey, if the walking stick's dusty, it's uh probably ain't his. Right. Uh, is the walking stick dusty? No. I'll take no. No. Okay. There you have it. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, you could, the desk and some of the stuff that was on it seems to be used, especially when compared to the the round table or the coffee table. It looks to be not not have been cleaned, but have been like cleaned by use. Um, and most of like the can opener and the tin cup and all that is is relatively clean as well. Um, <laughs> if I. Were you doing something there, Lewis? If I go over here um, and just casually glance down the stairs, what do I see? Um, you see uh, a set of stairs that go down, and it, it's once it gets out of out of uh, kind of level with the upstairs, it goes to pitch black. Um, you could you would know that this is some sort of cellar. Uh, whether you can't tell if it's finished or not, but it is at the very least a root cellar. I think that Archie just wants to be looking around for clues or any any indication of anything okay. like everyone else is. Okay. Um I might my 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 words fail me. <laughs> uh, my intuition wants to use wants me to use a, a listen check again because okay. I'm so good at it. Yeah. Because it's also pitch black. Is that yeah, perfect. I can do. Yep. Give me a give me a listen uh, check. Okie dokie. Oh, I'm trying to. Move what are you your belly? <laughs> you guys are uh, on top of it. Um, Is anybody else on nerve that we have done nothing but succeed so far? <laughs> you hear? Uh, oh, we'll keep this up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Get them all out now. Um, <laughs> you hear uh, <laughs> echoing kind of out of out from below in the cellar. You hear a, 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 a very small mumble of a word, and you can make it out as, come on, get the hell out of here. Not talking to you, so, but just it, it's, it's almost like under a breath mumble. So who's nearest me right now? Uh, Roy and Teddy are in that room oh, with you. Me. Archie is roasting hot dogs. <laughs> I was going to go with the kind of beans no, I'm <laughs> and Archie. throw them down. <laughs> who's that right there next to me? That's Roy. Is it Roy? Yeah, can't you tell about the Roy. And terribly sorry, my good man, but I turned to him. And I, I go, Roy. And I kind of like low, 
bring my voice down low. Roy, come here. Yeah, and then, I'm whispering, by the way. I can't whisper. I, in <laughs> yes, stage whisper. Hey, what do you it's want? Fun. That was good. I tell, I think I can, I tell him, I think I can hear something. Someone's down there. And they're trying to leave. As you would say, all stealthy-like. They're trying to leave, or they want us to leave? Because I think what I heard the GM say was they want us to leave. Did I mishear the DM? Uh, as I recall, I said, come on, get the hell out of here. I misinterpreted what I heard, uh, probably. Well, it, it depends on what you want to tell Roy, because you heard it. <laughs> I think we'll go with that, because it's fun flavor-wise if I misinterpret what I heard. Um, They're trying to leave. So well, I was... Okay, I'll go tell... I'll... The others know. One sec. Uh, I tell... I go to each of them and tell the others what uh, Archie heard. Okay, so there's possibly someone here. Yeah. Uh, great. And I, I look. I look at. I look at Lewis because he's coming towards us, and I just go, or something. I don't know, but someone's down there, so we have to be careful. Okay. And I look around the group and the party, and I and I ask, who's armed? Well, I th I think hey, the two better allies uh, probably have something. Better rally. <laughs> yeah, I, my, my gun's in my hand. I, I didn't come into the house without it drawn. <laughs> uh, I think at this point I'm probably cool. holding that knife too now, just being spooked. If there's someone here, I'm just like, nope, okay. not that's cool yeah. with this. I'll I'll call down, um, you know, Agent Mills, the FBI. Uh, if there's anyone in the premises, uh, please show yourselves. Come up the stairs slowly. With your hands raised. Oh, he's looking at the book. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, Lewis, a small knife uh, will give you 1d4 plus a damage bonus. Okay. Um, uh, damage. Okay. Um, so as you, as you say that, um, Archie, as you're close, you hear... Some shuffling on the on the ground, but other than that, no. And it's and it's very subtle. No, no other movement, no other uh, speaking. Let's see, uh, Lou, Lewis, one second. Uh, let's trade. I, and I I like reach around my belt and like I pull out like a knife, like a knife. I have a knife in a sheath and like it's wrapped around me and I hand it to him. Wrap this around yourself. I'll take that one. Uh, okay. Yeah, for, of course. You uh, don't want to have a, you don't want to be holding a knife like that. If this, you don't want to worry about spooking this man. So wrap okay. that around. You have it ready, but you okay. can put this in my bag. You gave him a bigger uh, knife. Uh, same knife, same knife. Okay. Yeah. So one D four. Like plus. I just basically gave him a, a means of holding okay, it. Okay. Gotcha. He's not gotcha. holding it like this. <laughs> Yeah. Roy yeah, is comfortable putting in his bag. He's got other weapons. Gotcha. Okay. Any weapons. Yeah. So. I mean, if it's a machete, you're looking at 1d8 damage. So. Nah, oh. nah. Roy, Roy's just got like a tactical knife. He's cutting uh, thing when he needs it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So same dam damage on that, and should you need it, but you now have a sheath. Okay. 
Well, doesn't sound like he wanted to come up. Um, I have this no, no, kind no. of beans I picked up. I can throw it and maybe spook them out. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that'll be a good idea. Well, I'll, I'll be right behind you. I promise. If you go down there, I'll, I'll stand at the top of the stairs and make sure nothing comes from the door, the front door. Okay. I look at Teddy um, because I'm right there on the edge of the steps. I look at Teddy and I kind of gesture down the stairs and I go, "You're. You want to do the honors?" Oh, you as know what I, I say as I. What's up? Uh, I do have some matches. Maybe we can find something and make a light. Ah. Maybe take something, something take something from the fireplace, some some wood. Maybe we can get something started and um, light our uh, Teddy, give me a, a luck roll. <laughs> that's 12 uh you give me for a luck roll it's right. gonna pass almost um, all the time i, I so. should just give it to you uh you have a <laughs> you have a flashlight in that trunk in that outer uh trunk box of your car i i kind of just hold my my hand up for everyone to just stay still for a minute i'll be right back and i'll run out to the boot and collect my flashlight and bring it back in I will motion Lewis away from the top of the stairs okay. a little bit, and I'll turn my flashlight on and point it down the stairs. Okay. Um, and with guns still drawn, you know, very flashlight over pistol, um, slowly make my way down the stairs. Uh, again, announcing myself. Uh, again, this is Agent Mills with the FBI. I don't want to hurt nobody. Please, uh, if, you, if you're down here, keep your hands up. Uh, I, I am coming down. I am armed. Okay. Um, yeah, so as you're kind of, I revealed a little bit, it's just below on this map where we're at. Um, so you can move your character, your token, onto those stairs going down. You can see a broken chair in the corner with this flashlight. And again, this flashlight gives you, uh, it's not like a huge floodlight, 10,000 lumens, right? It's, it's a very narrow beam that you kind of have to shine in a direction to see it. Otherwise, it's, it remains pretty dark. Um, give me a spot hidden as you, as you're coming down here, <clears throat> but you do see a broken table and chair, um, in the, in the, against that wall there. Roy's going to come in second. Just let us know when it's safe, gentlemen. Dude, these rolls are, uh. You won't be asking me for stuff I'm good at today. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, what are you bad at? Let me. <laughs> All let kinds me... of things. <laughs> Um, like fighting. Fighting. <laughs> I'm bad at. Oh, you're bad at fighting. Okay, he shoots you. Uh, yeah, you are dead. Um, out from behind this, these stairs, uh, coming out from around, um, you're you're able to just get your flashlight in time as you hear it. Is uh is a man, kind of scruffy looking, long hair, uh, kind of faded, broken, uh, like hat, faded um flannel that's the word and he's coming at you with a table leg and he is going to attack and can i try to defend teddy actually since i'm right behind him um technically this is a surprise attack so mm -hmm. i would say no but because teddy passed his spot hidden 
he does not get a bonus die. He's he's just coming at you okay. at, at a straight roll. So I would say no. This is this is happening pretty quick. He heard you up there. He was kind of preparing himself. So, uh, of course, can I oh. use the reroll? Uh, Lord of Chance, <laughs> please no. help me. <laughs> no, please help me. Um, <laughs> Oh, wow. So he comes down, and as you're moving your flashlight towards him, you're able to just kind of, like, step out of the way, and he hits down on the uh, the step in front of you. And uh, he says, oh, let me out. Let me out of here. And he kind of he kind of steps back, and he prepares himself for swing number two. Time to do my job. <laughs> uh, I would like to – so I would <laughs> like to try to restrain him. Okay. Um, so right. can I roll the um, uh, unarmed, the brawl? Yeah, so I think he's going to try to dodge. Uh, so I think, um, okay. again, we haven't been in a whole lot of combat, so remembering uh, some of these things are, uh, I got to dig deep. We haven't been in any combat. I know. <laughs> um, okay. Ooh. Means we've been playing right so far. Gosh. Gosh. I rolled. You rolled a hard success. I rolled a critical failure. Um, this is not fair. This is not sure fair. What we have here is not your average hobo, uh, but a wino. Yeah, the, yeah. He's a little, uh, little so, drunky dory. Um, just a second. I have something in my uh, possessions which could lead into the effect of what that difference in rolls is. Okay. So yeah, you you're kind of like almost leaping off of the stairs as you're up higher and you you tackle him and yes, you do get him down. And I'm going to say you're going to do a little bit of damage as this uh comes through. Uh rather than damage, I have three okay. cords of hemp rope which are explicitly used for tying people up. All right, I yeah, with the with the ex hard success and the critical failure, we'll say you're almost like just ready for this like this is your moment to shine Roy you jump in almost in midair wrap him and get him down and his his for lack of better terms he is rather hogtied on the ground he's kicking and <laughs> flailing um stinks pretty bad he's got uh you know pork and beans kind of remnants around his mouth uh his eyes are very wide uh, uh you gotta let me out I just, just let me take my stuff and let me get out of here Hold on there, partner. Now, you just swung at us. You got to answer a few questions at least. Uh, no time. No time. Come on. Okay, what what, what, you, what, you, what you scared about? There's the... the, the I, I don't know what it is. I... I you can't... You Tell can't me even, what's been happening there. You can't see it, but you can hear it. I just... Come on. You shouldn't be here either. Things Why talking you in your head. already, then? Well, I... I was getting ready, packing my stuff and leaving. You guys came in and I, I, I had nothing left to do. I had a, I, I, I came down here. Tell you what, we we gonna get you off the property and then we're gonna talk, okay? Sound like a deal? I can, I can, I can, I can take all my stuff. Yeah, you can take I, all I your can stuff. Pack all my stuff up. Okay, okay. and Roy's gonna help him up. Uh, Roy's gonna like untie him and like. Roy's, Roy's fast, so he's confident that he can chase this man down if he tries to run. Okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get your stuff, and we're gonna back up, and we're gonna get to the edge of the property. We're gonna get off of it, and then we're gonna talk. Sound good? Yeah, I just as long as I get all, all my stuff. And Roy's gonna start heading back up with the man. Yeah, and and you've kind of you've released his legs, and you I imagine you're holding his 
uh, wrists together. And he yeah. does, he follows, he does give a little, like, resi- resistance, but at the same time moving. Uh, and he definitely tries to pull you back into this back room. All right, let me, let my hands go. I want to grab my stuff. <clears throat> okay, I let him hands grow. Uh, he starts, he, you know, lays out <clears throat> that uh, bit of wrinkled cloth, starts putting stuff in it. Uh, this ain't all, this ain't all. Where, where is it? I'm missing uh, it. Roy picks out a knife, hands it to him. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, Lewis, did you take anything else? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Uh, uh, there's one more. No. Matches, matches. Where are they? Come on, come on, come on. Continues wrapping What's he it up. For? Matches. Where are the matches? He goes and moves over to his uh, his bedroll. Anyone got matches? Starts rolling them up. I, I whisper. I'm like, I I might need the matches. Just I tell him he lost them. He's a little crazy. Ro- By the way, gonna roll. <laughs> I check my own self person to see if I have any matches on me. Uh, if you don't, give me a luck roll. If you don't already have it in your uh, uh I don't think I naturally have any okay. on me. Yeah, well. Uh, Maybe you grabbed a... Bandages, aspirin, blah, 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 blah. Oh, matches case, yes. All right. I do. Here you go. All right. Oh, good. And he stuffs that in his pocket, grabs his bedroll, and he's going to take off running uh, out okay. this door. Uh, I'm, I'm going to follow him. Okay. <laughs> I'm going with him. Guys, come on. Um, I'm wondering... So there are, like, specific chase mechanics in this game. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. them very well. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we'll just he he's running out the door. You're able to kind of keep up. Um, that was on my to-do list to uh, figure out those. But he runs and he, he gets right. he gets I, out I the door. I can tell you, I have the maximum uh, movement speed possible and ninety <laughs> dexterity. Yeah, you you would definitely have him. Um, his movement rate is eight. Yeah. Oh, okay, I can run circles around him. All right. So yeah, he's he's trying to get away and he 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 breaks away, and he goes up north towards that privy. And he, and he sees that you're on his heels, and he stops. Yeah, you, you, okay. you guys should get out of that house. Well, like, unfortunately, we're, uh, I'm with the, the government. We've got we to stop some bad things happening there. I need you to tell, you, tell me what you know about it. Know about what? That what's inside? You can't yeah, see what, it. You can't even see it. What's the thing that's been it. talking to you? You can't see it. It doesn't talk. It just it kind of moans and growls and hisses and every every sound i don't know you can't see it though where where'd you hear coming from i mean there's some out outside uh, and then uh, I, uh it quickly went to the attic i heard i heard some noise in the attic i was, uh, I was eating my beans and <sighs> okay so it was outside for a moment but then it went back to the attic yeah 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 okay when, when how long ago did you hear it just before you guys came up, uh, it wasn't wasn't too long before that. Okay, okay. Um, you having any crazy dreams? Anything this when you slept in there? No, uh, no, no. Uh, I, I came in late last night, and, and it was quiet until this morning. And then, you know, I went out to go take a piss, and <laughs> saw heard some sounds, and you could you you could hear it, but you just you you couldn't see any of it. How long you been sleeping there? It was just last night. Just last night? Okay. Uh, out of character, any questions that you guys have? Like, I'm, ass- I'm assuming you guys have followed me and caught up by this point. 
I stayed in the basement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's cut yeah. away to that. Uh, we'll, we'll give you a typo some time to think about any more questions you might want to ask. Uh, yeah, so you're in the basement. Uh, Teddy, what you doing down there? Yeah, I come down here and basically I flash the light around and take a good look of, of what all's going on down here in the basement. Uh, I, okay. I totally trust Roy's not going to let the uh, the fugitive run off at large. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, we can go from your, your previous spot hidden as you came down, uh, which was a success, I believe. You haven't failed a roll tonight, so. Um, <laughs> the cellar is, is very small. Uh, I mean, it matches the footprint of the, the house upstairs, but it's uh, uh, maybe a little bit smaller in uh, area. Uh, very low ceiling. Um, it, it almost feels like if, if you're any, any inches above six foot, five nine, five ten, it's, it's almost like claustrophobic. You do got to kind of bend the knees a little bit. Uh, the floor is very hard packed dirt. It's cooler than the house above and smells like dirt and dust. Um, there's a pair of chairs up against the wall at the base of the steps and a table with a missing leg uh, that is now at your feet, uh, the same leg uh, the hobo was trying to use. Uh, the shelves line the wall. Cans and um, boxes sit on the shelves, each holding, uh, as you kind of like peek in them, uh, spoiled remains of food. Several tins of tea leaves lurk among the cans, um, complete with a, there is a silver tea set down here that is complete. Uh, but very tarnished. Uh, there are a few cast iron pots and pans, a set of tableware for eating. Uh, on the lowest shelf, there is a row of bottles containing some uh, some liquor. Um, what kind of liquor? It's like well, hobo wine or <laughs> as written? As written, it says good liquor. So I I imagine it's something of quality. Um, maybe stowed here before uh, prohibition started. You know, back when there's mass. Uh, How many bottles are there? Uh, a row of bottles. Let's see. Let's roll. I'm gonna roll a d10. <laughs> One bottle. Oh no! I'll, I'll pick the bottle up and I'll pop yeah. the cork and take right. a sip. All right. Put yeah, you're. You're getting some. Um, my bodyguard senses are tingling. I don't know why. <laughs> you're getting some smoky whiskey notes. Um, and as you kind of look at the other bottles, they are in, in empty, but you do have this one bottle. Um, by the steps leading uh, into the cellar, there's an old but sturdy eight-foot ladder um, that's kind of behind. I should let me reveal all that for you. You can't see it, but I can. Um, so there's a there's a ladder down there that is uh, about eight foot. Uh, behind the steps is a pile of lumber, a bag of rusted nails, a wooden box with some old tools, hammer saw, hand drill, three different bits. Uh, they gave me the exact bit count, but they didn't give me how many bottles. Um, right. Shame on you, Chaosium. <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah, uh, chi knows. <laughs> Chisel and rasp. In a, in a corner near the shelves, uh, there's an oiled uh, tarp, and that's kind of in that back corner. Um, there is a trunk down here. Uh, kind of yeah. that, that's just peeking out from underneath the tarp. I'll throw the tarp back so that I can make sure that there's nothing else under it besides this trunk and go ahead and pop this trunk open. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not locked or anything. You're able to kind of creak it open. <clears throat> there is a, uh, a handwritten letter on top inside this trunk. Well, and I'll read said letter. <laughs> there's, there's something to read. Uh, yeah. 
So handout edge number five, you should see. Uh, it popped up on my screen, but there is nothing in it, sir. Oh, it's all in the... That's it's just handout edge number five. That's, that's weird. It's all all the information is in the GM notes, only visible to me. Um, <laughs> that's let me go back to here. Less than helpful. Special. What is happening? Yeah, it's all below. Um, you read the bottom text. It says this was an invisible ink, by the way. Yeah, uh, this <laughs> this message will detonate or whatever the Mission Impossible thing is. Um, here, I'll post it in our Discord chat. Uh, Conflagrate. There we go. Twitch should be able to see it um, as I have it open on the map screen. Um, uh, but I posted it in our Discord chat. Do you want me to read it out loud or do you want to do it? I... Sure, I'll read it. Okay. We'll take the time. 23rd March, 1877. I don't know why I'm putting this down on paper. Probably a bad idea. But I feel the need to leave some kind of explanation for my actions and intent. When I took the sarcophagus from my uncle, I did not think it, it would be missed. I expected to be able to research it and return it later. I was such a fool. Despite believing in the powers we tried to summon, I grossly misunderstood the consequences. Now Robert is dead, and Harold a madman. I'm going back to the farmhouse to organize our things. Dread stepping foot. I dread stepping foot again in that place, but I must make sure that our materials will be available again when we need them. Since the others are too shaken to attempt a banishment of the creature, I can only hope that the thing hasn't the power to remain in our house, or excuse me, remain in our reality more than a few hours or days. At least it's bound to the house itself. I shall, sh I shall search for a means to destroy it before the last of us passes from this world and releases, and it releases from the house if it is still there. I believe I know where I can find the knowledge I need to drive the creature away without assistance from others. I hear tales of mystics in New Orleans that know much of the true magics of the world. I am leaving the gold box in Rupert's care. I told him not to sell it or have it appraised by anyone, but did not tell him why. He also seemed puzzled by my, insist my insistence not to live in Boston, but I believe he trusts my judgment not to go into danger unwittingly. Michael does not know about our dark brotherhood, so Rupert and the others will be safe from anyone looking for it. I'll be back to put things right again. Mary and Alan. Postscript. I write this before I close the lid on the trunk. The thing is still in the attic of the house. It seemed to recognize me and spoke foul curses at me. I will carve protective wards on the trunk to prevent any tampering with its contents, just in case. And as you read that, you do see that the, uh, the lid of the trunk does have those same uh, ward warning sigils. Um, you do see some other uh, materials uh, that were mentioned in Meriwether's journal. Um, you see six folded black robes. There is a cigar box and a sheaf of yellow papers. Uh, how heavy does this trunk look? Um, it's pretty big. Uh, judge, judging by the map, it's it's probably a two-man pull-up, uh, drag up the stairs. You might be able to drag it if you want to give me uh, strength. Uh, I call from the top of the stairs because it's probably been a minute. Uh, Teddy, everything all right down there? Yeah, I found our implements, for lack of a better term. Oh, okay. You want is to it, give me a hand? Safe? Yeah, is it safe? Yeah, it's safe. Okay. 
Uh, I'm gonna head down there then. And so will I. Okay. Um, are, are you guys pulling the trunk up? Yeah, that was my plan, was okay. to pull the trunk up into the, yeah, I'll help. the living room. Okay. All right. Yeah, so with the three of you, you're able to get it up there um, without issue. Uh, let's cut back to uh, uh, Roy and uh, the hobo outside by the privy. So that's what you did in the war. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, Roy, is, Roy is still, like, questioning the man. Um, he's going to ask quickly about... Did you see anything like else happen other than a voice speaking up from upstairs and outside, or some groaning, like he's anything gonna, moving around? He's gonna walk over and he's gonna pick up that raccoon, and he's kind of like holding it by the scruff of its neck. It did this. I know it did this, and he kind of pushes it towards you. Its heart, okay, Roy's gone. Roy's going to like frown at that. Oh, can just take hearts, okay? That's good. That's good to know. Boy, I I, I know all the defensive mechanisms against us heart stealing. We're doomed. <laughs> doomed. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, if that's all you got, if there's a, is there anything else you can do you you can think of that might help us? I look him in the eye with my one eye. <laughs> oh, don't stay here. Just. I don't know what your friends are doing, but get going. And as he's saying that, he's like leaving and, and beating feet back up. Uh, and he's going up towards the, privy, <laughs> towards the privy, but making his way back to uh, Boone Road. Wait, um, one last thing. Did you see a girl around here? Didn't see a girl. No. Okay. God be with you. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't say, he's just, he's kind of, moving as fast as he can at this point. Oh, and God be with me, too. Hmm. Uh, we'll go back down to um, downstairs in the cellar. I'll start heading there. Oh, I'm sorry. We oh, oh you guys are back up. Yeah, sorry. Bringing so, the trunk up? Yeah. 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 So yeah. as, uh, Roy, as you come in, you see uh, the three of them bringing this big trunk, kind of set it on the ground right in the middle of that front room. Oh, uh, good news! I, apparently, the creature can leave the attic. Oh, it it can. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, Roy holds up the dead raccoon. Apparently, it stole this thing's heart, so it might try to do that to us too. Just so you know. I did see that raccoon earlier. Um, that's that's absolutely terrifying. Um, Teddy, what was in the trunk that we just hauled up? I I'll pop the lid open to, to show everyone what's in there. You know, the black robes. The I'll pull the cigar box out mm -hmm. and grab the papers that are in there. Um, so it's a cigar. cigar box and a sheaf of papers. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull those out of okay. the trunk specifically now that we're upstairs, uh, and and open the cigar box and see what's in there. Um. Yeah, so the, the I'll hand the papers off to Lewis or Archie, you know. <laughs> I'll, hand, I'll, I'll uh, motion to Teddy and say, can I take a look at those? Yep, I'll, I'll motion hand them right papers. over. <laughs> Nerds, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Nerds, assemble! <laughs> yes. I am useful! Sorry. <laughs> so uh, you're looking at the cigar box. It is dated 1870. Uh, and as you open it, inside you see a small metal... Uh, round canister with a um, not a screw lid, but just one that kind of like pops on and is, and is held in place by a little bit of ribbing. 
Um, that's in there. Uh, and then there is a smaller wooden box that looks like it has some sort of sliding lid. I guess I'll open the little sliding wooden box okay. first to see what's in there. Uh, yeah, in that one, um, you see a, a silvery, almost talcum powder-like substance. Right, I'll close that back up and check the metal tin. Yeah, you're able to kind of twist open the lid. Uh, you see a uh, brownish powder. Any of this stuff look familiar? Or mm. from either uh, the, the journal notes or... You can give me... <laughs> uh, there was some stuff talked about it in the journal. Um some powders that they used for both the, and if any player wants to jump in here, they can, uh, that they used for the, the pentagram for the, the ceremony. And then there was so some, I, some other. I kind of look over his shoulder at the dust and I, um, speaking of the journal, I say that might be the dust of Ibgazi, maybe. Right, the dust of Ibgazi. Uh, was that the stuff they were throwing at the entity, or they were, what were they using it for? I kept, my memory's fading. Yeah, they they cast it on the genie. I remember. Yeah, the, the <clears> dust <throat> made it visible. Yeah, according oh. to, in the journal, the throwing some dust on it made it visible. Right, so let's yes. let's uh, keep our hands on this. Uh, um, if we... was there more than one kind of dust? Yeah, I Archie, mean... uh, do you have chemistry or pharmacy? Let me take a look here. I keep having to close that window because it obstructs my view. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Uh, I don't have two displays like some fancy folks that I know. What do you mean you don't have three monitors? <clears throat> Come on, man. <laughs> I don't even have two, muchacho. Um, which one am I looking for? Uh, chemistry or pharmacy? Chemistry? Yeah. You can give me a, a roll there. Are you guys going to fail a roll tonight? Chemistry's chemistry is not that great. Oh. Pharmacy. Either one. Uh, I'll still attempt it. Yeah, go for it. Hey, GM, I don't, well, I don't. well, he's wrong. Can, the raccoon, does it look like something reached in and pulled its heart out? Or it's like its heart was just... Ooh. Wouldn't you like to know? Um, Give me a... Chris, would it be possible to do a medicine check on, on these powders? Because I suspect them to be medicine, or is that not how that works? Uh, let's see here. Doesn't sound like that's how it would work. Medicine sounds like more like if I'm treating someone. Right? I would say yeah. an extreme... Say pharmacy is pretty much the medicine. Yeah. One. I would say an extreme success on a medicine roll might get you some information. I I'm not finding pharmacy here so you would have to it's under because you can break down science into different avenues you would have to specifically say i'm a i'm a chemist or a pharmacist and put points there it's not one that's readily given to you but if you you don't have nothing most people don't know chemistry and right (laughs) fuck almost man i did say extreme success um oh do you want to spend the uh we do have luck. You can spend hey, luck. Man. You can. That's a that's a success on a chemistry. But I was asking for an extreme. But you can roll it. There is a D10 in there that you could roll that'll probably get you close. 
Ooh. Can I? Do it. Yeah, you only need to roll a one. Because <laughs> four is one fifth. Chance of getting 20. a critical success. All right, here we go. We. All right, good. That's a critical. That is a critical success. Um, <laughs> yeah, you. So you don't have a D10 to add anymore. All right, so some somewhere along your line of education, this you learned about these things, and you've maybe handled these maybe uh, somewhere. Um, one of them is uh, a sulfur and and, um, and bits of copper, and and that would that would be the brownish powder. Um, the silvery one really kind of defies any identification. Okay. Then if, if that's all that all of the different kinds of dust there are, then, and I'm kind of trying to speak in character here. I point to the one and I say, so I believe this to be sulfur and this to be copper, which would make this one. And that's the one that you just said is it defies explanation. That's the one I suspect to be the uh, dust of Ibgazi. So that okay. one, and I turned to Lewis or somebody, and I'm, or who wants to, basically I'm like, who wants to hold the jar? Um, uh, Archie, probably. real quick, the silvery stuff, it, it feels almost like graphite, but it's not. You know, like if like how graphite kind of sticks to your skin a little bit. It, it has that feel, um, but it's it's not graphite. You can tell that um, for sure. But there is kind of a greasy kind of feel to it. Okay. Mm. Well, instead of just flailing the jar around, I'll look around and and ask what the what the party would like to do. Now that we know or we suspect what these are, what do you think we could do with it? Oh. Is anything well, in those papers? Uh, yeah. So let's. I haven't looked at the paper yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Archie, I can help you look at some of those uh, if you'd like. Sure, and I uh, hand them a few. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the, it's it's a stack of handwritten papers, all dated uh, in 1877. Um, they're all in Marion Allen's handwriting, which I'm sure by now you guys have identified. Um, none of the writing, though, mentions silvery talcum-like powder. Um, I could, I got a couple handouts for you. Jeez, uh, three handouts, guys. So again, they hid it behind. <laughs> I don't know what, if it's a setting on my end, but they don't. I posted the handout in the uh, in roll twenty that you all can see on Twitch, and you can see this uh, pentagram-like sigil that is in there. So let's go over what these. Uh, these sheets of paper. There are six in total, and they're they're all the same. All of them uh, copies of the same Latin chant. Okay, so there are six different copies of the same chant that I posted in chat. <clears throat> uh, so uh, let's let's start with Archie. Give me a give me a language Latin roll, if you can translate this. Cue up the. All right, here we go. Nice. Sweet. Nice, yeah. Um, so I'm going to actually... Go. <laughs> Damn you. Um, I'm actually going to share with you the translation, and I'll put it in our Discord chat so you all can read it. Control-V. All right, so there are six different copies of this chant, 
Uh, o Spirit, you exercise by the power, wisdom, and virtue, by the divine knowledge, by the dark void, by the name of the old ones, the root, the trunk, source, the origin of all other divine names, whence they all draw their life and their power. I exercise you by the name of Nyarlathotep. Tried it. Uh, signifying the most excellent bringer of wisdom, his majesty so high and brighter than the stars of the void. I exercise you by the most powerful name of Azathoth, the all-powerful who shall punish the crimes. I exercise you and I command you absolutely, O demon, in whatsoever part of the universe you may be, by the virtue of these names, hear you and obey. So uh, you'll take a minute or two to kind of translate that. It's not uh, just happening in um, uh, instantaneously like that. Uh, along with those six sheets of the same Latin uh, phrasing, there is another sheet that is identifying that chant as having been derived from the book uh, called De Vermes Mysteries. It also states that while the original chant detailed the ritual for, quote, releasing the spirit trapped inside the ancient amber, Several words within the incantation have been replaced, changing the original summoning ritual to one of exorcism so that it may be used to dispel the vile spirit currently trapped in the attic. So uh, you can kind of put two and two together that Marion Allen came and put this here for some hardy investigators to come and do the deed that uh, him and his friends of the Black, uh, the Dark mm -hmm. Brotherhood couldn't do. Um, there's another sheet that contains the description, and that is the handout that I put in uh, Roll20 of that uh, pentagram-like sigil, and, and says the symbol must be drawn as part of the ritual. There are three more sheets that uh, discuss the procedure of the ritual itself, which takes at least an hour to perform and must be started at midnight. While at least one, I'll post this in the chat, because this is kind of the uh, the recipe, the how-to. Um, this is why we always investigate at midnight. <laughs> investigate at night. Always. It always um, has to be midnight. <laughs> so it takes at least an hour to perform and must be started at midnight. While at least one person speaks aloud the ritual phrases, another person must draw the pentagram on the floor, while another burns a certain combination of chemicals in a fire nearby. Allen's notes mention that the chemicals resemble a brown powder, which he says he has prepared and stored with these papers in a metal canister ready for use. While one person may perform the ritual chant, the notes recommend that several people take part, allowing each individual to occasionally interrupt their chanting without disturbing the overall ritual or its potency. If the chant is continuous, with at least one person reciting the repeating phrases aloud, the spirit must succumb However, it warns that even the slightest disruption of the chanting may result in failure, requiring another ritual to be performed on a following night. The note suggests that during the ritual, a watcher be posted lest, lest the sorcerers be disturbed by the nuance, nuisances and distractions of malevolent spirits. Thus, these sheets confirm that a two-hour ritual using the chant provided, begun at midnight, will drive off unwanted spirits. Um, and while you guys process over that, uh, Roy, go ahead and give me a, uh, a check going back to the, um, to the raccoon that is outside. You can either give me a science, biology, medicine, or natural world check. Uh, could I make a first aid check? Just because that's uh, addressing an immediate injury. Mm. 
Yeah, I'll allow it. We'll, skills, we'll, we'll make it a hard like check. Skills. Yeah, we'll make it a, a hard check. Um, yeah. Don't matter. Either way. But there's a hole in the chest, But yeah, you right? can definitely see a hole in the chest, a large hole that's been bored into the chest. Um, and it's got clotted blood around it. Yeah. Okay. And no heart in there. Yeah, I would imagine you can you could get that. You can yeah. see that there has been okay. something removed. So, so there ain't no heart in this raccoon here, and there's a hole in his chest. Now, I was thinking like maybe they ho they hocus to pocus it on out, but I'm suspecting that this thing might have been uh, invisible and all that, and then just snuck on outside and just went, oh like you know reaches in pull it out. Uh, right. Am I well, that, crazy that's, or? that's not. I mean, uh, that's equally as terrifying as the rest of this house. No, uh, it ain't. Cause you can dodge someone pulling your heart out. I can't dodge someone going hocus pocus. Poof! Your heart's gone now. Right, but if it's invisible, it'd be very hard to dodge. Well, that's why we got the dust, I suppose. Speaking of the dust, how are we gonna put this ritual together, friends? Uh it sounds like it's going to be no choice. All right, and we have to wait some time until uh, midnight. What yeah, do, does anyone have a watch out to check the time? Um, let's see. It's probably it was afternoonish when you got there. I'm I'm going to say you've probably spent two hours here ish, uh, with all the looking around. Um, that's okay, almost right. equivalent to our real game time. Um, yeah, so it's it's probably around three or four. We'll be so here a while. A bar and a look and mentally prepare ourselves for kicking this ritual off tonight. Right. Archie, uh, you can be our main reader. You're, you're familiar with the language, so the reading should be your... I mean, we should all read, but it should be your primary focus to read. Well, you're at least likely to mispronounce something i think they so reckon, they recommended we got a watcher or something i think i'll be there <laughs> yeah no one better seems good uh well, there's a few people what, better than me but uh what kind of your skill would be pertinent for drawing this sizzle on the floor um let's see Is it library use? Because I'm really good at that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you... Oh, you want to know a skill to artistically get it. Uh, yeah. Um, I'd, I'd want to say arts and crafts, but I know none of you have taken any arts and crafts points. And, and Raw dexterity, maybe? Yeah, I'm thinking it'd be more of... Um, Sleight of hand wouldn't really apply, would it? No. I mean, I'm thinking a level of intelligence, <laughs> but coupled with dexterity. You know what I mean? Uh, if there is a, a skill that is that, uh, please let me know. Um, What's the equivalent of fine motor skills? <laughs> and like I also want to throw in a little bit of luck. but uh, Would a cult be... It might be a little occult too, because you are trying yeah. to get these. There's so many skills that we could go here. Um, if I have occult and cryptography, let's do. Give me an occult roll. Let's do that. Let's start there. 
Sometimes you gotta just shit or get off the pot. So we'll Wow. We'll say it cold. Well the pot's outside. Teddy. Teddy. Uh hacker, man. You've hacked hey, roll yeah. twenty. Um yeah, you feel pretty confident that you, you could get this uh this in a form that would be functional. Okay. And, you you know uh, that you know the symbols and the sigils well enough. Or at least uh, can practice the uh, the the different strokes that it may take. Um, Means Lewis uh, be on you to get the dust in the fire. So easy enough. I'll make sure I keep the dynamite away from the fire. In the meantime, forgetting you actually about, still have that. I yep, <laughs> still carrying a stick of dynamite. Got about eight hours to spare. Do we want to go ahead and scope out the barn just to make sure there aren't any surprises that we're not expecting? I mean, might as well. I doubt this is going to go Sounds like a great exactly idea. to plan to begin with, but I'd like to know all the players involved ahead of time, if at all possible. Oh, I'm sure you ain't you ain't planning on making it easy for us. Roy says, looking up towards the ceiling. Uh, uh, I'll hand I'll... Roy the the box of silvery the the powder of ignis <laughs> or I, I, the I word that I'm not going to pronounce properly. Ib. Yeah, I'm just going to let you said I'm going to let you guys you struggle were, you with said it. There's a chest or something, right? That had some wards on it. That's what we pulled this yeah. box out of in these sheets of paper. I'll be right back. Roy's gonna go downstairs and grab the chest and drag it upstairs. It's, a, it's oh, upstairs. We already did that. Yeah. Oh, okay. While no, you were what we were doing when you came yeah. in. Yeah, I see. You from the chest. Okay. No. Roy looks like flips the lid open, looks on the inside of the lid, kind of looks at the, kind of pokes at the runes, on the top of the lid. Teddy, mm -hmm. you said this thing was stopping it from messing with it, the stuff inside, right? Well, I mean that's what the letter on the inside of the lid there says you reckon there's any magic left in these things like maybe I can throw this thing at it if it comes as our way or maybe we could hide inside of it truth maybe <laughs> Roy, Roy, like Roy opens his mouth to like object to that then like looks to Teddy like I, I actually don't know the answer to this so I'm just gonna shut up <laughs> I don't think we'll all fit in there but might be useful to hug him with it. If you know what I mean. Bear trap him? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I don't know. If that that we'd have, have to draw... Would we have to draw the, the inscription within the trunk then? Or would we just have to be very lucky and no, snap no, it no, on no. it? The trunk currently has the same runes on it that are present around the attic and on the outside of the house. Right. But does it have this pentagram on it? Well, no, that's that's separate from what we're talking about. So yeah. we're discussing using the chest if this thing shows up and attempts to interrupt the ritual in which we have to draw this pentagram to use right. the chest as kind of an intermediary trap. Yeah, I, I guess I should make a Got it. GM just to be sure. Could I make a mythos check to see if I know anything that, like, maybe this will affect it? Or, no, these ruins have served their purpose. The moment you open the chest, they're uh, dead. Yeah, give me give me a mythos check. 
Okay. I have a 1% chance of success. Oh, well, the way tonight's going. <laughs> right? Might as well. I can. It's not like I can roll really high and have a bad thing happen. Uh, mythos. Where's my mythos skill? Oh, Cthulhu mythos. Yeah. Uh, 60 out of 1. Yeah, not, not getting anything. Um... Well, I, I suppose we should maybe burn some daylight and go check out the barn, like you were saying, Teddy. Yeah. Uh, if you want to lead the way, I'll be right behind you. Yeah, I'll hand the the dust and the I'll hand the metal tin to Lewis, and I'll hand the dust, uh, the little wooden box over to Roy. Um, that's the stuff you got to sprinkle on it to see it, um, and then. Uh, I'll hold on to the, the sheaf of paper. Well, we should pass around the copies of the Latin to everybody just in case. Um, and I'll hold on to the sheaf of paper that has the inscription for the, the sigil in it. And I guess we'll, we can probably leave the robes in the trunk. I don't know that they're necessarily actually re requirements. Seems more just kind of the accoutrement of the Dark Brotherhood. Um, but yeah. the aesthetic, you know. <laughs> yeah, but we, we, yeah, I'll after after handing all that stuff out, I'll head towards the the barn with okay. the flashlight still to go and check I'm, and I'll, see if there's I'll, anything I'll... pertinent in there. Right, flicks the almost little reeds to the side. Like you can you can see as he gets out of the house, Roy like shudders a little bit, like something would as if something was crawling down his back in there. All right. Uh, Out of yeah. character, I just uh, Roy has a power score of eighty-seven. So I imagine, like a cat, like there's that feeling of like he's a little bit more sensitive. So like uh, something's weird. All right. Um, I imagine uh, Archie, you're still spending some time uh, deciphering that Latin. That's not. It's not a quick thing. So you. I mean, you're more than welcome to come out with the rest of the crew, but you it, to get this chant right, I think there's a level of uh, importance that needs to be laid on it. So you may spend a little more time with it. Um, and as I, you carry it and read it while yeah, I'm yeah, for walking sure. along yeah. with everyone. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. Yeah, so you all head outside and kind of, if you scroll down to the bottom of that map again, you can see the, the aerial view. Um, so where, where are you going specifically? Are you going to the barn? Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, as you look in, you see just a bunch of, you know, there's some uh, rudimentary farm equipment. There are some hay bales that are stacked up in one corner. Uh, just at, at raw look, you can't really see much in there. It, it does seem like there is some debris and, and other stuff in there from the outside looking in. Well, I guess I'll head in. Okay. Can I move on in for the front door? Yeah, yeah. You you come in. Um, go ahead and give me a, a dex roll. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you went first. <laughs> there is a lot of uh, debris and and equipment and material in there that is, you kind of got to like step up and over and around uh, to move uh, to move through it safely. Uh, yeah, you succeed. Eight and ninety. Yeah, you. Your, your shoelace catches on uh, a metal tang of, of a rake at one point, but you're able to catch it and then get your leg up and over 
a, uh, a fallen um, uh, uh, truss piece that came down. Oh, um, but yeah, you... As you're kind of from the government, we'd have to shut this place down. That's a safety hazard. As you're kind of navigating through, you do see the remains of you know some more rusted farm tools and and some horse tack uh, you can find in there. Uh, no animals in there whatsoever. Um, but uh, you don't really see much in here. It, it seems to be long abandoned and and uh, long since utilized in any farm-like capacity. Um, uh, am I, am I inside the barn at this point or is it just uh, Roy? I think it's just Roy. Okay. I'm going to take a peek in and maybe I can, uh, check for anything hidden. Can okay. I do a spot hidden? Uh, yeah. Anybody going in, give me, give me dex rolls as it is. Okay. Um, uh -oh. it's, it's rough to roll. Oh, okay. the There's a failure. 59 versus 40. <laughs> well, I'm not going in. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. <It's> like... <laughs> um, looks like there's stuff that's going to make me trip and fall. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already going in. Um, Lewis, there is a re-roll in there. If you'd like uh, to use it. I don't know if I want to waste a re-roll okay. on. <laughs> I, I, this is where you trip, fall, and land with your head on a pitchfork tine and die. <laughs> oh, um, you do, use that re -roll. You do trip and fall, and you take one point of damage. Um, as you as you cut your hand on this rusted piece of uh, of like I don't know farm equipment, but a blade that does the tilling, uh, your hand kind of slips right along there, and you take one uh, one point of damage. Um, you know, it, bleeding, but not here. nothing extreme. Um, okay. And you can give me a spot hidden while you're in here. Okay. Uh, do I just have to edit my hit points for that? It's not like something I can. Track. Yeah, that's you a great edit. Out of okay, your... right. I edited it. Oh. Edit and... Yeah, that's a great nine question. out of ten. Oy, oy, oy. That's okay. nine out of ten ain't bad. Um, uh, Robo, did someone use a reroll? No, they opted not to use it. He he wanted to take some damage. That's fine. <laughs> so there still is a reroll out there. So with the success, as you're kind of down on the ground and you're looking after you fell, you don't see any like rat droppings or bird's nests or any any make of animal activity in here. Hmm. Which is uh, kind of odd for an old barn. Yeah. Uh, Roy, Archie, I this uh, seems like nothing's ever been in here in terms of mice or rabbits, birds. Uh, does that seem a little odd to you? I feel like maybe there'd be some barn mice running around. Do we see any runes or inscriptions inside the barn, or no? No, not not around the barn or in the then barn. I, I just, and I look uh, at Lewis and, and I say... Oh. Uh-oh. I, I say, maybe the spirit scared it off. Who knows? Maybe, and if it did, it's going to scare me off here in a second as well. Uh, I... Animals I don't know if I... Know. Animals have an app for this sort of thing. Right, yeah, they've better instincts than we do sometimes. <laughs> I'm gonna take that as like a message. I, maybe I've kind of got a little spooked by that. That we're talking about it. I'm just gonna head on out of the barn. Okay. Let's see. Let me see your hand. Uh, yeah, I took a little spill then and, and got 
knock it up. I'll uh, I'll pull the bottle of liquor that I stole from the basement Ooh. that I've been carrying in my my breast pocket, <laughs> kind of <laughs> conspicuously, um, and pull the cork off and splash some on his hand, um, and pull out a, a handkerchief and better tie that up. You don't want it to get infected. All right. Yeah. Th- uh, thank you. I I appreciate it. Um, I'll wrap up my hand for now. Seeing the bottle is open, I will use it as an excuse to take another sip from the bottle. Don't mind if I do. Um, Yeah, it stings a little bit as as he pours it on your hand, but, you know, it's doing its anesthetic work. GM. I suppose if there's nothing going on inside the barn, I'll, I'll go ahead and head on out, too. GM. Yeah, go ahead. So Roy's not like super magically inclined. He's not. He's no wizard by nature, but he does have a very high power score, which suggests that he has a, a, something of a link. Not being a wizard, I don't think it's like a. I don't envision it as like a link to the supernatural through like a. You know, he lets he speaks with spirits or anything like that. But I imagine it kind of. He's got that sort of like sense like a dog or a cat, you know. Okay. So what I'm asking is, could I make a power check, even at half proficiency, to get a, to pick up the vibe, to see if I can like <laughs> feel anything like uh-huh. uncomfy? I don't even want to know if like it's like I feel in a direction. I just want to like, you ever walk like you know the theme of like where you walk into a room and something yeah. feels about it. Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me one. We'll say it'll be it'll need to be a hard success. Okay. Uh, to get a reading, if we want. I think that's fair. We call it that. Why not? <laughs> In tonight's uh, rolling happens. Yeah. Uh, that's a 41 out of 87. That's a hard success. Um, so you're looking for any kind of, like, changes in atmosphere and any kind of, uh, you know, haunting noises. Um, as you're out here and you're stepping out of the barn... The way the roof is uh, kind of eroded, and as old as this house is, you do hear a creak up in in the attic area that does give you kind of that that pressure change that uh, that this power check would um, would get like that that tingle up your spine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, if we don't have more business here, we probably shouldn't wait around here till midnight. I, I, I'm getting the impression the same thing animals are. Like, I'm getting that feeling like this place ain't safe. If the raccoon died over there, right, you might uh, be onto something. Oh, we knew this wasn't going to be safe, right? I mean... Yeah, but and what I'm saying is we shouldn't stick around here for a few hours until that thing in the attic decides to get uh, playful with us. We should wait until, you know, time comes around and then mosey on back here. Uh... I can agree with that. Yeah, uh, not keen on dying today. If any, if no one else got anything to do, I'd say we could dial back to the car. Do you think the car's far enough? Maybe back to town. I'm not sure how long the drive was now. It'll be far enough when we pull away. <laughs> um, Teddy, I think I'm inclined to agree. I think I'm inclined to agree. Okay. Yeah, it works for me. Okay. 
uh, anyone want to go back to the the corner store and maybe grab another coke to uh, make a game plan for tonight? That sounds downright lovely. All right, uh, Teddy, do you mind driving? No, I don't. I don't mind at all. Considering it's your car, I guess like you're the driver. <laughs> guess by default that's how it works out. Yeah. So, uh, he has to. I guess yeah. I'll crank the car up and head us back towards the main portion of town. Maybe see if there's a diner around here. Okay. Um, as you guys are uh, kind of coming back around the house, the the winds start to pick up and swirl around and. And there's a change in direction, and you do pick up a um, a smell that is um, new but but familiar. Uh, another uh, smell of death coming from the uh, the the forested side of the uh, the yard there, to the right oh. of the map. Mm. Well, I think before we head out, we have one more thing to investigate. That's right. You did say there were some footsteps going from. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a hobo, but over here. It's our job. Well, it's mine, and Teddy's job. Y'all are very appreciated as volunteers, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see what's over here. I'd share some of my money, but I don't get paid much at all. Uh, yeah, so as you kind of make your way out there and, and fan out, give me a spot hidden check, uh, all of you. Okay. Uh, 30 versus 75. Hard success. Ooh, training. <laughs> Dude, this is ridiculous, man. Here we go. I failed. <laughs> okay, finally. Do we mark the ones we fail or the ones we pass? You mark on. the ones you succeed, so basically every skill check. You mark the ones you succeed. We were doing that wrong the first time. Okay. Um, yeah, so if you succeed on a skill check, you mark it, and then that, you have a potential to level up later. I, I think I think the uh, that the vibes he's been he's been picking up more and more in right now are have him like his senses on high alert. High alert. Yeah, Roy, with an extreme success of uh, five out of forty, yeah, you definitely are uh, kind of alerted. Um, and Lewis being down. Uh, closer to Teddy. Teddy, you can't, you you, you don't see it uh, until uh, Lewis points it out, and quickly, uh, Roy, you're able to kind of like hound dog pinpoint that smell down there, uh, down this way, coming out of the uh, the woods there. And Lewis, you do see um, a body huh. of a woman laying, kind of over a log and you just see uh the front of her like she's laying over it and her face and eyes are looking directly at you as you're moving close uh open not moving but i do need a sanity roll out of you uh, hey <laughs> you do lose one point of sanity okay um and and at that you you clutch that stick of dynamite that is in your pocket and you pull it out and you're, you're just like looking at it, looking at this, this woman and, and just like thinking, am I going to need this here? And that, that is your reaction there. And you have this gripped in your hand 
And as you're looking back and forth from the dynamite to this woman, descriptions start to come into your head and you start to realize that this is that same young woman that worked at the store, uh, the one Maggie McFurter. Kind of that uh, blondish, dirty blonde hair, younger, um, uh, yeah. And she is kind of over this, this downed log, kind of hands out its side looking at you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to run up and be like, oh, oh, everyone, I think I found uh, Maggie. I'm going to go down and just like not touch immediately, but be like, Maggie, uh, Ma Maggie? And, and I'm going to like maybe gently just poke to see if anything happens. Um, no response to any words. And when you poke, her body kind of like shifts a little bit. But then immediately falls back down, expels uh, some of the uh, the gases and and, and uh, you know build up that a dead body would. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is every, everyone around? I don't think living people smell this bad. And right. Anybody else that has come into eye contact uh, would need to make a sanity roll, and that would be uh, looking at the map. That would be Teddy and Roy. Uh, Roy still has the one thing of his police officer experience. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me a roll just, just to see. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, How many points do I lose? Uh, that's two points uh, for you, uh, Teddy, and zero for uh, uh, Typo. Or, uh, sorry, Roy. Okay. Oh, boy. So, uh, Roy, with that, while we're talking, so Roy has a, a military police background, and we talked that, you know, seeing just a dead body wouldn't uh, cause for sanity loss in him. Uh, I still made him roll. Uh, my idea is that if he succeeded, he wouldn't lose any. And if he failed, um, maybe the lowest that uh, he would do, it's still, um, still kind of there, right? Um, so it, you're not totally amoral and free of any kind of... Uh, you know, wrongdoing here, but you pass, so you don't lose any. Um, and yeah, so, uh, Teddy, you lose. And if Archie, if you're coming over, I need you to make a yeah. sanity roll as well. Oh, you did. Well, I, yeah. Oh, well, let's roll that D four. Um, yeah, you're going to lose all four <laughs> points of sanity. Um, and oh, both boy. of you, um, Archie, in, in your reaction, you take those six papers that you were uh, deciphering, in, or you have one, I guess everybody else it had been divvied out, but you take that and just like, like crumple it in your hands. You don't rip it, but you do kind of crumple it and, and kind of uh, degrade uh -huh. the condition of it. Okay. Teddy, you do the same. You take that bowler hat off of your head again, just like you did in the uh, library, and you you're crunching the top of it. You know how those they have like a form, kind of hardened shell, and you are really reefing on that thing and making it look uh, way older than it actually is. Come on, Roy. We need to get the trunk in the car. We're gonna have to report this oh. to the authorities. R Roy's hand moves out. One hand actually over it as if he was expecting this body to jump up and bite him. And then two fingers close over the eyes. Yeah, you, you can close your eyes well enough. And they, I mean, it takes some of the... the no, he's closing its eyes. The, the woman's, the body? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And you close its eyes, and it takes some of that spine-tingling, eerie feeling away because it did have this, like, laser lock stare on, uh, on Lewis as you approached. And you, you kind of break that stare, and you're able to kind of, uh, you know, alleviate some of that for a little bit. Uh, uh, Roy, Roy will mutter a small prayer for this woman holding his cross, and then he'll, like, look to the eyes. Okay, I'm ready to get going. Uh, right, if you guys want to do a quick report, I'm just going to take a quick look uh, see exactly what happened to Mackie. I need to write the full article for the paper, so just give me a minute and uh, I'll Should meet you guys probably, back. Probably wait for the police. <sighs> How long are they going to take to get here? I don't know. With all, with all due respect, Lewis, this thing probably did this. That means it can still affect things as far away. Do you really want to bring the... Uh, I mean... We can get it after we get this thing out of here. Okay. Well then, uh, I'll I'll heed their advice. But can I just maybe look, see what I can see without disturbing anything? Um, yeah, you can see since she's uh, face down, you see a pool of blood kind of on the side of her her blouse, that's kind of dripped down to her uh, to the lower part of that blouse. I guess it's more like a, a dress that goes all the way down. Um, no, no real marks or scarring or uh, blood on the backside. It's all kind of like pooling around the side. Okay. Uh, well, uh, based off all of the blood that's uh, coming down, I, I, I assume it's maybe similar to that raccoon we saw. Uh, I, I, I surely hope that she didn't have her heart ripped from her chest. That's a very gruesome way to die. Uh... So, about the police, is that something we just, uh, we're going to drive back into town, right? I know it's probably not a telephone. We were already headed back into town anyways, and yeah, we, we should alert the police so that they can alert the next can. And I'm, I'm holding those papers and crumpling them up, and I say, I don't care what we do, let's just go. Kind of having a moment here. Okay, uh, yeah, let's, let's get back to town uh, quickly. Keep your keep your eyes peeled for any shadows moving. Um, and Roy, we should probably take that trunk from inside and put it in the car. You got it. I'll I'll get it, boss. Yeah. All so, the humor's left, Roy, at this point. How are how are you two picking up uh, Miss McFurter here? No, we're we're leaving her oh, there. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought <laughs> for some reason we're I gonna thought... go get. We were gonna get the trunk that had like the robes and all that stuff in it. Okay. I I don't want like the tools that we need <laughs> to get rid of this demon to become part of a police investigation. Uh, we bring him back out here. Totally gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I misheard. Uh, yeah. So you're able to quickly go back in the house, grab that, and kind of strap it on top of the the back trunk that you already have. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, yeah, drive drive back into town. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think we should alert the police yet, lest more people potentially get killed. But hey, it might tire the demon out. So maybe we should. Uh, this I is just, like the Terminator. I just feel like it would probably be better to get the situation with her out of the way in the event something does go wrong. Well, the only problem about that is uh, what would the police don't leave by midnight? I mean, what if the police maybe assume that we might have done it? Uh, 
I don't know how the police exactly work here in uh, America, but if I was the only person on the scene and there was the other gentleman that's already long gone, they might assume it was us, or at least at least investigate and maybe ask right. us some questions. I mean, we, we've got time to answer a few questions. We can always shift suspicion to the hobo that was here. The problem you're going to run into, however, is if uh, things go wrong with this ritual and you're the only one left and you've got to walk back into town or limp back into town and explain three dead bodies plus a girl that's been dead for four days longer than, you know, however many days longer than the rest of us. You're not going to do it very well. To right. be fair, she's kind of she's kind of hidden. Second, uh, if you're if you're going to have to explain three dead bodies, one more ain't going to make much of a difference. Third, last thing you want to do is turn is show. It's more suspicious if you show up back to the scene of a crime than if you're there beforehand before it's found out. Like, I I mean I worked as a police officer before, and the whole thing is like perps come back to the scene of the crime a lot. So they're probably gonna they might have this place staked out or something or people searching if we tell them. Right, no, I I I uh defer my judgment to the people that are you know agents no, or policemen. I suppose we you and I got law checks that we could make to determine if that would be an actual truth or not, because I am talking out my ass because <laughs> I the player do not have police experience. <laughs> Law is a skill. So, uh, Teddy, do you want to roll yours? <laughs> oh, he already did. <laughs> I'll roll mine. He's got those successes at the ready. <laughs> hey, I failed my sanity check. You know the important thing. Like, yeah. Um, you are Oprah Winfrey with the successes. Everybody gets one. Um, <laughs> so, what what are you what are you trying to determine with this law check? What's going to be the, obviously the appropriate course of action, the legal course of action would, would be to immediately report yeah. a found dead body. But uh, what is the likelihood of, uh, like, what would be the standard MO once the body's been reported as far as clearing the scene? Right. Um, okay. And that kind of thing. Like, how much time would we expect them to like want to spend on this out here? Uh, they would do being, being a lawman and uh, in, in that arena, they would do the official uh, breakdown of the situation. They would cordon off the area. They would check the, check the house, check the surrounding area. And there would, there would be an investigation there being a lawman. You, the likelihood of you being, a person of interest might be a little lowered, but you know you are at the scene, so there would be some questioning coming your way. All right. Well, and you you would know too that, unfortunately, uh, hobos get pinned for, um, you know, petty crimes and and the like, just by their nature of being transient and you know mm -hmm. an easy easy resolution to a case so being being honest it so there's there's two things that are like strike me as like really troubling or 
two things that really struck me out about that description. One, they're going to search the house, which means they're going to go into the attic, which means they're going to be with the demon. Two, the second thing is, uh, we can always just pin it on the hobo. I mean, like, and especially if we wait a little longer, that means he'll have more time to run away. And we'll get caught and strung up for something that he uh, didn't do. You're not wrong. You're right. Let's go find some dinner and see if we can get keep some food down. Get back and get this taken care of. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Let's head back to the tiny town. Yeah, you were only a half hour or so outside of Arkham. And I, I would say it's about five o'clock at this point. So you have seven hours before you need to start that ritual. Uh, you know that there's some prep time that needs to take place. So I'll, I'll leave it up to you where you want to go. You do have seven hours until. Uh, I'll say to the group, uh, I, I know that prohibition's been going around for you guys, but uh, over where, where I'm from, it's the, the, you can still drink. So is there do you, anywhere in town I could I could get something to drink? I'd, I'd like to calm the nerves a bit before we I, maybe try I, to summon it. Oh, <laughs> you had some the whole time. Uh, what perfect. I cleaned your hand with. Oh, that's right. Well, I, it was a little dazed. Uh, I'll take a little head off that for now. Um, I guess we're going back to the diner, right? More, more of that food. As, as you drove through Ross's Corners, you didn't see much. Uh, there, there is a church, uh, that general store that you uh, talked to, Ma Peters. Uh, there's a post office and a gas station, uh, a milk depot, and uh, there, there's a community center. But there's no, no like diner in Ross's Corners, no restaurant. Um, from what you can guess, probably about 40 people-ish live around Ross's Corner. Like it's it's pretty small. All right, well, let's head back to Aunt Lucy's, get some dinner. Oof, I don't know it's going to be hotter to stomach Aunt Lucy's food or this uh, potential horror, so. Well, oh, make a luck roll. That... You want. <laughs> make a luck roll that Teddy doesn't punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just you don't have to come eat at Aunt Lucy's. It's fine. I'll drop you wherever you want. You can eat at the hotel. Well, fantastic. I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose the company. Maybe I'll just eat the sides tonight. Thank God. Coffee's I'll tell you, good. I'll tell you what, there. I, I know a great street vendor. I'll take you there instead. <laughs> really? Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I get a little tired of Aunt Lucy's. To, uh, I had about oh seven of the seven past days. So, <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with a varied diet, right? So, uh, I'd be more than happy to try something new. I mean, I think. I think. Like he like leans over to towards you. I think like thirty percent of my blood is like pan shavings now. <laughs> a little that that mystery meat off that vendor cart. <laughs> I keep going to keep Teddy happy, but it's killing me. <laughs> At least I know Lucy serves real beef and chicken. <laughs> At least I know the vendor's delicious. <laughs> Uh, so you guys take a minute to uh, secure the the trunk on the back of your your car. 
um, get in and you, you start heading back through Boone Road, through Ross's Corners, heading back to uh, Arkham, um, looking to go to Lucy's. It takes you about a half hour to get into Arkham, so we're going to officially say you get back there at about 5.30. But uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, this is the place where we're going to end it for tonight. Uh, we're, we're, we postponed the big encounter, I think, for another time. Uh, and this saddens me in a couple ways. Um, we do have to share some news here in our Call of Cthulhu community. Uh, Kirk, uh, Lewis Holloway, I should say down here, he's down here to me. Uh, this is his last session with us for the foreseeable future. Um, some unforeseen circumstances, job-related, are causing his schedule to change, and he's going to have to step away for a bit. Hopefully, fingers crossed, things change, and he can come back and reprise Lewis Holloway. Uh, so he's going to be kind of on rails for a little bit. Uh, we'll see what happens with his story. I was hoping to get through this whole in encounter and, and put a nice stamp I mean, on it, but it unfortunately, couldn't quite make it. Uh, go ahead, Typo. Stopping what's up? us from time traveling. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, it, it is getting late uh, in in my world, okay. and my brain uh, after a week back at school is already fried. So I don't know that <laughs> I could go anymore. Um, but again, I appreciate everybody coming out tonight. I appreciate the players. You guys are role-playing the shit out of this game. I, I enjoy it a great deal. You're interacting with the environment, uh, and it's a ton of fun to watch. And uh, I enjoy seeing it and, and, and running you through it. So with that being said, we are going to pause. I think we're going to try to raid. I've never raided before. But before we do that, I'll say thank you to the chat for hanging out. Thank you to anybody who followed us. If you haven't followed us yet tonight and you'd like to, please hit that follow button um, and we will uh, make our way to 1,000. That's our goal. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow night with, boom, uh, Wild Mount. Uh, come check us out. Yeah, hit that Featherfall raid. We are going into uh, somewhere. I don't know how to do this. Let's see. 